Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I'm Perry. This is it in plain sight. And to my right star, Blaze TV's primetime, Alex Stein, the one and only Mr. Brandon Steele. We got to get, what if we get Alien Ant Farm to come on? Well, I have some unfortunate news about them for what was Monday's episode. He did die, right? No, no, no. Sexual assault. Ah, yeah. a, adult yeah. or kid? Uh, I think it was an. To be honest, it's a pretty, it's a pretty shitty charge. I think he grabbed a fan's hand and like rubbed his dick with it. Damn, he was yeah. not a smooth criminal. It literally, while they're playing, <laughs> while they're playing smooth criminal. Yeah, it didn't. I, I was gonna say we should just end the episode there. Yeah. Oh, I read that and I was like, ah, I fucking, I doomed him. Yeah. I'm gonna have to do a PSA for the. You know, the consequences of having power over the dark arts. I don't know if that's it's a tough life, if that's better or worse than what I said, because I believe I said they all died in a bus crash. I or, mean, or at least they got their career was derailed by a bus crash, by a money bus crash. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to hold my story as true in my own head, because I that's mean, all that matters these days. They'll probably die at some point. I I would think so, unless it turns out that that alien ant farm holds the fucking the secret the stone the fountain of youth it's a pretty bullshit charge too like he was just rocking out yeah you don't think she wanted to touch his dick maybe that's a boys being boys charge do you know boys who commit sexual assault being boys charge do you know do you know how rich that dick is I saw the, some some new Twitch guy who's really popular. Pulled, uh, his, di- pulled his dick out during Alien Ant Farm? <laughs> yes, that's, that's the new craze. All the kids it's are very, doing it. Very specific niche. Everyone's listening to mid-2000s rock <laughs> and beating off in front of people. It's not even mid. That's fucking 2001, I think. No, someone got hit with like a, a rape rape charge. It wasn't him. It was like a friend, and he was trying to cover it up for him, apparently. I don't remember some black Who's taking guy. that charge for their friend? His guy's his name is like Kai Kai Sanat. I don't know. I've never heard the name pronounced out loud. Black Look, guy, but his friend apparently uh, perhaps sodomized a, a individual in his house. Maybe for a family member. Am I covering that up? But in general, yeah, I'm not. I'm not. You gotta be a anywhere real, around that. You'll be a real good friend, or I gotta be like, oh, you're gonna <laughs> die in prison. We yeah. need to cover this up. It's one of those charges, you know. A lot of a lot of charges you can kind of slip past later in life. Like if you robbed a fucking Seven Eleven when you were 22. Yeah. Ten you, years down the line, no one's really gonna care. You goofed. But if you, you know rape someone yeah you're kind of well because when you're making that decision you also got to understand people are going to assume you're cool with sodomizing people yeah it's in an even if you're not even if you're like this is disgusting but i have to help them right they're going to be like oh he's cool he likes to sodomize yeah you, you kind of he's get... a sodomite as they say <laughs> speaking of the bible should we should we get in into to, this to this sodomite uh, David Wilcox. David, this is King of Sodomites. The Michael Prophecies. What are we, part three? Is that what this is? Yeah, this would be the Friday episode. All right. Uh, no, Monday, Monday episode. Monday, okay, okay. That's where we're at. 
I realized in, uh, I finally finished reading the book the other day, but I did realize when I was putting this all together, I don't think we ever explained who Archangel Michael is. So, well, I mean, I would assume most people know, but we should, I guess, break it right. down. Right. We should probably explain it. Explain it. it as David understands it. That's the key. We got to translate yeah. it through his lens. First written record of Archangel Michael is in the book of Enoch, which, of course, is a sign of David's ego that he, he managed to channel one of the angels from the book he's been fucking preaching about for I mean, his entire public career. The ancient aliens guys love talking about the book of Enoch. Yeah, it's a, it's a conspiracy classic. In Revelations, Archangel Michael is the guy. He's the guy who banishes yeah. Satan. He's the one who fucking wins. He's and, the man. And kicks him out, and then not only kicks him out, he takes his job as uh, <laughs> the right-hand man. And in the context of this book, The Michael Prophecies, I think the most important thing to know is that he's the leader of the army of God and the patron saint of the sick and suffering, which is what David sees himself as. He's See, this is why I tell people, like, you gotta understand, like, religion Christianity is pretty rad. Like, you can make some good-ass movies out of this. In terms of, like, a the Game war, of Thrones approach? Yeah, yeah. the war between the, the factions in heaven with the Archangel Michael and Lucifer... Going to war? We you don't think that could be pretty, pretty friggin' sweet? I'd have to track it down, but there is a uh, Project Camelot episode where she has on a remote uh, viewing, like he leads a group of remote viewers, uh-huh. and they were remote viewing the battle between heaven and hell. So they they were like spectating and narrating the the fight between God and demons. What do Probably you call big. a group of them? Is that like insane. a pack? Is that like a pack of... <laughs> yes. a pack? Hey, it's an insane. Yes. Just a bunch of... It's a, a whole room full of people who think they can project their spirits out of their body to view God fighting demons is really terrifying. I mean, That's a sounds, terrifying prospect. It sounds pretty cool in theory. I, I'd love I feel to be like, able to do it, yes. I feel like in per, in practice it might be... Horrifying. No, in practice, it's a bunch of people who probably stop remote viewing to go beg for change. Look, not everybody can go take mushrooms in an island and write revelations. Like that takes talent. (laughs) Yeah, you gotta you gotta set your life up to to lead to that point. I could barely do an hour podcast on mushrooms, let alone revelate the future end of the world. It's it's a really high stakes gig. This whole prophecy thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they were smart enough to go far enough out that they'd be long dead. That is the arrogance. The best move. That's the thing. The arrogance of today's prophetic folks in that they think they can predict the future. So they can think they can do it and get the reward for it in their lifetime. This is arrogance unique to this time. Uh, in history. Not only that, by the time we reach the end of this, we're going to be up to like present day of him prophesying. Yeah, that's the real the real crime of the current prophets out there is they're not willing to do it. Ironically old... enough, no foresight. Yeah, they're not doing it the old fashioned way. They want instant gratification. They want they want to know they were right. The, the real prophets was like. Man, in 2,000 years, shit's going to get real. <laughs> yeah, in the year 4,200. Yeah. Shit's going to get wild, fam. So do keep that in mind. When I talk about the month in 1997 in this book, that corresponds to that month from this past year. So we've already lived through what I'm uh, going through, and then we'll we'll get on to current day soon. He's doing to prophecy what they wanted to do to like gambling and back to the future. 
where it was like, we already know how the game is oh, turned okay, out. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's like, well, I already know how the event turned out, so I'm going to go gamble on what caused it. All right, let's jump into that, because we will get some of those moments in this, too, where David does his crazy, like, word math to make something fit. Hell yeah, We, we got a good one. He really has invented a whole new form of crazy with this, this word numerology. Section 6, April 1997, which translates to April of this previous year, 2022. Uh-huh. Who stopped the dinosaurs? The Holy <laughs> Spirit. Uh, Who stopped the dinosaurs? Yeah, man. They had to be stopped. Fuck. We had to, they were fucking dinosauring all over the planet. I mean, if, no the, good. if their oil's ruining the planet, I assume they were pretty bad for it. Oh, interesting. Right? That's kind of like a weird karma question. I mean, oil is like, like basically their essence. Right. So their they're liquid karma yeah. is bad for all of us. They were so bad, they're going to ruin the planet twice. David says this line may refer to God defeating the Draco reptilians. Hell yeah, dude. Wouldn't God have created him, though? That, that kind of is the issue with all this, right? Well, God kind of has he, to be the one who... He's hybridized so many different theories and religions. It's like, yeah, I would think God made the, the reptilians, but in his mind, who knows? You know how at the end of Einstein's life, he was trying to write like the God equation to, to yeah. unify everything into one? I think David's trying to do that with conspiracies. Either this doesn't make any sense. The smart blood technology from James Bond's No Time to Die, in which they put nanobots into Hell an yeah, operative's dude. bloodstream, was, of course, soft disclosure for the Vaxaroo. I mean, a lot of the, t the times what he's predicting is like, yeah, that's just something we know that's coming along in 15 years. It's no longer like flying cars and shit no. or like anti-gravity. It's like, yeah, we're going to have nanobots in the very near future He's that you <laughs> inject into your veins and they do health shit. He's not so much predicting the future as he is looking at current technology and being like, well, what else can we use this for? Yeah, a real author would be like, well, what would this look like in 100 years? He's like, what will this look like in a week? <laughs> uh, those who got the shots, though, have no need to fear because Michael is going to, quote, open up our sun, and just like with Fatima, it will be transformed into a, quote, epic rainbow-colored streak of light covering the entire canopy of the heavens. Hell yeah, dude, you're going to be fine. What that does to help us, he never gets into, but it's going to be the thing that helps. It kills the nanobots in your stream. <laughs> the sun opening up and becoming an all-seeing rainbow. From the COVID vaccine. That's true. You got to... Got to protect yourself. Be funny rainbows. if it was just, oh, the planet's going to be incinerated. We'll all die very quickly. Yes, no one will survive. Yeah. In a sidebar, David mentions he was reading a book in the '90s about trying to debunk the crucifixion, which That's has nothing to do sick. with anything. But I just thought that that it that it didn't kind of funny that it didn't happen or that it didn't happen as we know it. Like Jesus was actually guilty. I think it was like a false flag event or something. Oh, okay. So Jesus was a Roman puppet or Roman plant. I guess he was. Yeah. He's Lee Harvey Oswald. I do. Kind That's of, funny. There was a second cross. <laughs> that is funny. Imagine there were there were yeah. two crosses actually. <laughs> yeah, there were actually three total. There were three shooters. Yeah. Oh Jesus! There were three crucif. What's a crucif crucifiers? Cruci cruci yeah, crucifiers. Yeah, there are three Roman crucifiers there. I kind of want to read that book. I the magic stab in the side. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he stabbed him with one spear and left six puncture wounds. See, folks, religion is fun too. So much. Oh, that's why I included that. Yeah, so much of David's premonitions here are literally it's just the result of him reading something and then sitting down to channel 
and he doesn't realize him reading stuff affects what comes out of his fucking dumb mind See, while he's just sitting there talking. Because when he was reading this crucifixion book, he got a bunch of uh, Christian visions. In another part, he was getting all these characters from this stupid channeling book called Seth Speaks because he was reading that book at the time. And this whole fucking thing is full of law one shit. So you tell me David reads and then thinks about it and writes what he thinks. Well, revolutionary. Yes, but that's actually David, the voice of God. David doesn't even understand the concept of just thinking. Think, no, it's the voice of God is he's, channeled into his head. Yeah, he's so deluded that literally the thoughts in his head aren't even thoughts. Thinking isn't a thing. It's literally just God 24-7. And that really gets reinforced in thoughts like this next. Michael tells David to stop being a vegan because it's making him weak. That's not pussy, really that's fucking <laughs> pussy eat meat, you bitch. I guess he was uh he was like borderline anorexic or some shit. It'd just be funny if he if like Michael was like David Goggins. A celestial bully. It just he's just come on, you pussy ass yeah. motherfucking bitch. You got out of my house to no go. No excuses. That dude is insane, by the way. He's absolutely insane. It's his his audiobook is insane. it's he talked about that first marathon he ran where he's like pissing blood because his kidneys oh, failed chapter, or whatever. I had to like stop listening to the <laughs> yeah, book for a minute. Yeah, after that's that disgusting. It was, it's just bad. Like I was laying in a tub shitting myself with, with black like pus coming out of my cock. My toenails <laughs> were all falling off. I couldn't move. I was like crying in pain and I, and I realized this is my trophy. And it's like, you fucking psychopath. Yeah. That's an insane thing. You're dying in a bathtub. Yeah, I don't That's want that. That's not like, I fucking did it. That's like, <laughs> this was a mistake. I don't want that to be my reward for, I mean, it, for it, a it, hard-fought battle. Look, it's motivating, but it's like, I'm not... I'm, I'm not, not doing that yeah, shit. I'm not doing that. Like, I don't... It's cool, but I don't think it was a good idea. Let's jump on to <laughs> Section 7. So now we're into May 1997. This Section is 80. Part 1, Parallel Lifetimes. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, yeah, buddy. This is the one I'm always afraid of with him because the multiverse and David's imagination, that can go a lot of dark places. It's going to get and real is, dark. is nigh infinite. Michael takes David out of the job he had caring for the retards, and he navigates him into working at a hotel in upstate New York. In, I forgot about that job. In typical David fashion, he was, of course, the best hotel employee ever. Of course. Quote, although the property was beautiful and an advanced glimpse of the same environment I live in now, I was also under tremendous stress. Our phone <laughs> lines were constantly lit. <laughs> I, the phone was ringing constantly. I ended up booking 39 reservations in one shift. This was a new all-time record since the hotel was founded in 1879. <laughs> the, the previous record was 34 and thought untouchable. He's, he's the fucking Will Chamberlain he's, of booking reservations. He's just, he's never changed. That's what I always do love about David is say what you want about the man. He's never changed up. Even when he got the money, he stayed just just the same. That that section was a really good dose of classic David, which is bragging about something that you have absolutely no need to brag yeah. about. But in order to brag about it, you had to... Uh, you have like, to take an ordinary event and make it seem incredible. And then you have to keep records. He was keeping stats yeah. of his fucking mundane job. Like yeah. he made a memoir out of his job where he answered a phone and booked guests. Yeah, and and thought it was incredible when his phone kept ringing. 
when that's his only job. 39. That's his 39 o- reservations his in literal, one shift. His literal job is to answer the phone, and he's like, why the fuck is it ringing? What, he, is, what is going on? He was super proud of this job, too. He, he brings it up multiple times in this book. He Look, was, I was, was really only fired for tackling two people. No, he had to... Uh, Oh, I think he was let go, but... It I was, mean, of course he was. There's never been a job David's had he didn't get fired for. It was like a good thing, though, because the he was eating too much food at the hotel, and it was fucking oh, up his vibe. he could afford food and was getting fat. Yeah. Ain't that a bitch. David uh, does... He, we kind of talked about COVID in the last portions. He does keep translating all this prophecy through the, like, the lens that uh, all vaccine takers now have Wi-Fi in their body. That's but cool. He refuses to ever directly accuse Bill Gates. Like, he won't say the name kind of how in his... Uh, he codes it again. He does his gay playing around shit. Yeah, he calls him a wild Bill a few times. But there's some other shit, too. It's kind of in the same way in his last uh, lectures. He wouldn't say vaccine or uh, vaccine passport. And there were, like, a few other words. He always coded it. I'm assuming... He's crazy enough at this point to, to think, think they're reading his writing. Yeah, precisely. And yeah. that if he were to write Bill Gates and such yeah. close, like close contextually to talk of the he's, vaccine and he's, Satan. He's definitely paranoid enough. He would uh, he would, you know, be be shot down by Bill Gates. I don't understand. Microsoft what, robots. I don't understand what's so bad about having Wi-Fi. That sounds pretty good to me. If I was that a Wi-Fi hotspot, sounds better than a Neuralink chip. I'd rather just get a shot with the robots. Yeah, I would. I think I, I don't would, want no chip in my brain. I think I would actively choose to have a shot that made me a Wi-Fi hotspot. Yeah, to be honest, just it sounds useful. wildly convenient. It sounds very useful. On top of that, you could be like the most important man in third world countries. You could just go yeah. backpacking. The one become, dude in the village, the who bringer has, of knowledge. Yeah, he come to village. And we have porn. All the porn we could want. <laughs> the porn messiah. First thing he show is trans girl on trans girl. Incredible. Is tits but dick. <laughs> here's, here's some of that fantastic uh, David Word magic. There's a passage. He's doing some analysis. The passage contains the phrase blue child. The okay. opposite of blue is red. Word. Red child sounds like Roth child. Oh. Which means that passage was talking about the Rothschilds. This is what I'm saying. Like, this is innovative shit. He's creating <laughs> new ways of interpreting things yeah. crazy. Like, that. No, I've never seen or heard anyone interpret things like that. That's a wild... Because there's a structure to it. Here's yeah. the thing. It's like numerology. There's a There's a clear structure, and yeah, and math and formula to it. But, like, it's insane. I, the jumps are wild. I feel like you could do this with literally any sentence. You ever played that? Dope? You can. That's what makes it. That's the thing about numerology. Yeah, you, you can, can play numerology it. with any fucking number, any series of numbers if you try hard enough. It reminds me, you ever play the, the Wikipedia game where you start on a random topic and you see how many clicks it takes you to get to like Hitler or World War II? That's uh, no. It's kind of like a six degrees of Kevin Bacon thing, but that's kind of what this is where I'm sure if you were to pick one word, Find something that rhymes and then start searching for like synonyms and antonyms I mean, of those rhyming words. I think you do have to have a verbose mind. David's a word person and he's always looking at, he's observant. So I don't right. think it would necessarily be terribly easy to replicate what David does because <laughs> it's just, 
it's unique. He's created a new form of crazy. Yeah, you have to have that that library. A new, I guess it's a, a new. What do they call the categories in academia? Is it a new a new subject? I, I, yeah, subject. Yeah, the, it's it's a new subsection of di- of uh, English dialogue. Yeah, you do have to have that whole library of words to try and accomplish this. Because he's doing a rhyme, but it doesn't actually rhyme. And no, he went not from Red Child and Rothschild. And he got there by going from Blue Child, which I assume was <laughs> I, came up for I don't know what reason, decided the opposite of that. Like it's not just one thing that it, he's using all the like word techniques, but yeah. in the wrong way. It's uh it's remarkable. Yeah, it's 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 Rain Man shit. It's one of those AI generated pictures where everything looks like it's vaguely a real object, but none of it exists. Yeah, exactly. It's where uh, David's sanity barely exists. Oh, David has a dream that occurs in a, quote, organized eating thing, which I just thought was a very funny way to say restaurant. Oh, okay. I was about to say uh, organized eating thing. I was like, is he in the belly of the beast or something? No, we'll get to that belly later. Uh, This section I just have titled More Insanity. Quote, the demonic's purpose upon arrival is to torture and murder the victim. Then in many cases, they apparently get a conjugal visit with a human. Yes, it's very, very horrific. What? As crazy as this must sound, Michael has revealed that I personally had to witness this. I quickly understood the origin of the dreams of horror I had as a child. They, uh, mean, they mean David watched these, these demons fuck people? Not only that, he may have, uh, you know, been He buggered. got fucked by a demon? Oh, boy, did he. Damn, dude, that's wild, bro. <laughs> he experienced satanic abductions and, quote, would often wake up as a child with a horrible fever, geometric hallucinations, and terrifying nightmares involving UFOs and people being eaten. Yo, David keeps saying more and more that he's been molested. Yeah. He, this, is like three, yeah. this is like three books in a row that he's... Yeah. Uh, like, he never mentioned this previously, but, like, it's three books in a row where he's talked about something fucking his ass. That's all. This is the part I was talking about in previous uh, portions of this uh, this endeavor we were doing. David, like, 100% got molested, right? You don't I write mean, about at this all this point, shit. At this point, it's either a really, really fucked up sympathy plea, like fake sympathy plea, or, yes, David was molested. Let's go one step deeper. Quote, I was apparently put into child hunting parties where reptilians systematically hunted each of us down and ate us alive. Damn, dude. David was eaten alive multiple times. He was fully consumed. This is like if what's-his-name could write. Uh, Donald Marshall? Yeah, yeah. This, is, this is on that level. It gets even more Donald Marshall-y. It's, it's along that... Uh, that sort of I never thought we'd line see of any, thought. I never thought we'd see anyone touch that. He goes on to say he had repeated dreams of experiencing ritual abuse, but decides not to include them here. I think that's where I just, yeah, I literally wrote, like, he's 100% repressing memories. I don't want to remember anymore, was, so we're going to move on. There's uh, My there, asshole's sore just thinking about it. There's a line in here we'll get to a bit later where it's just, it's abundantly clear that's what happened. Like, or he was, funny, he was like, the demon made me fuck him in the ass. He was raped and uh, molested and eaten alive, which is a terrible way to grow up. I wouldn't recommend that for anyone. I will, and coming back to life. it There is a little Jesus 
uh, angle to all this, where he he resurrects multiple times. Well, I mean the the hunting and killing and coming back to eating shit like that's Donald Marshall. Like he'd be yeah. killed, but he'd come back to life. Is that what David's saying? Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly. He's what He's just saying. not going to the the Illuminati cloning center. He he's also claiming he's part of the My Lab program now, or like he was part of My Lab. Quote. In the My Labs, they can create a new personality fragment by killing and reanimating you. I am now reintegrating all these fragments. By realizing that my horror dreams and UFO dreams were nonfiction, I've been able to forgive the people who did this to me and greatly calm my subconscious. I would not forgive the the reptilians that fucked my ass. No, no, I would recommend not forgiving the people who uh, sexually assaulted uh, now, you and then ate you alive. Yeah, now I'm a petty person, but... I ain't letting no demon off the hook for violating my booty. David's note. The above is one of many disturbing personal passages and dreams that appeared as I put this together. By Michael's request, I have deleted most of them. The weirdest... <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I don't... He's hiding something from us. Uh, he's weirdest... hiding it from himself. I think so. Which that's, is even funnier. That's got to be part of the reason he's He's like, gone... there's definitely nothing else here. I can stop. He's definitely gone this fucking crazy because of that, right? Like, we're at, we're uh, at a tipping point here. Look, he spent a lot of time alone in the woods in a cabin, very isolated. Yeah. He's, got, he's gotten into some thinking. Maybe a little too much thinking, if we're being honest. I sort of... You, you get to thinking, you get to remembering. I I think he did remember something going on as, a, as he was a kid, and it sort of transformed it into this whole alien soap opera. It, it just sounds like fucking abuse that's been translated into this language. I mean, it would definitely account for some of the personality characteristics. The weirdest part of, this pro uh, of the process of writing this book has been hearing that I spent the equivalent of about 60 years in parallel lifetimes while I was a child. This occurred as a result of what most now call my labs, military abductions by Earth humans with advanced reverse-engineered ET technology. Michael used astonishing telekinetic and time-loop phenomena to alert me to this beginning in February 2022. As I said, learning all of this eventually healed me. Although these experiences occurred in the equivalent of a past life, the dreams and memories have haunted me constantly <laughs> and fueled my desire to fight back. <laughs> so maybe he's not so over it. What a tortured soul. Super tortured. I love it. I love it that he, he's just, this is his truth. But him him saying shit like that and then trying to dip back into writing yeah, a book. After being raped. <laughs> that's the, he, he somehow doesn't, he doesn't give enough weight to how crazy the shit he's claiming is. Well, it's not crazy to him. Because that's, as as a reader, uh, it's a bit distracting to have the author of the book be like, yeah, so anyways, when I was a kid, I got uh, raped by the devil, and then his, his min minions consumed me alive. Anyways, I was working at a hotel. Anywho, I was the best. <laughs> yeah, moving on. He explains that the reason no one can remember what happens during an abduction is because time starts moving too slowly for you to hear what the aliens are saying, and you are automatically put into a hypnotic subconscious persona. He then goes on to say he would sleepwalk as a child, and that he's probably sleepwalking outside to be abducted by aliens. All right. No, that's a plausible thing. I, sleep, I <laughs> sleepwalked outside. 
<laughs> so and the aliens, aliens could come take me. Yeah, the aliens then abducted me, raped me, and I slept walk back inside. Like, now that happened. The idea that the aliens have the technology to get here and abduct someone, but they need them to, like, go meet them on the corner yeah. so they can abduct they, them. They hit him with the we're outside text. Yes, they can't do it from his room. <laughs> they, he's got to meet him outside. And, uh, uh, oh, yeah, as we were just saying, David follows up this, all that insanity with uh, some classic David quote. Ancient Aliens has apparently been the most viewed television <laughs> show in all of India for many years. In all of... <laughs> He's a huge fan of India in this book. As a consulting producer and talent, I helped write many episodes. Now... I love so much that he was like, what country are we still big in? This, this next section is... I had to take a decent break after I got through this section. And we're going to have a video to accompany this. This... Here is... We're, we're going to get to my theory on why David's gone mad. And I think it's pretty solid. Be funny if it was like lead poisoning because he was painting. It's on that level. Hell yeah, dude. David, uh, I think he's getting his Stavati ideas from these 1800s Hindu texts. Because in the book, he doesn't really pay much attention Damn, to these. he's plagiarizing the future? But he, he, doesn't, he doesn't talk about these books very much within Michael prophecies. That's why I'm kind of, but, but there was a section of this that just kind of caught me off guard. So he says these uh, ancient Hindu texts cons- contain the following, the secrets of constructing airplanes, which will not break, which cannot be cut, which will not catch fire and cannot be destroyed. The secret of making planes motionless. Well, that sounds kind of like the opposite of what you want to do. The secret of making planes invisible, the secret of hearing conversations and other sounds in enemy pla- uh, places, the secret of retrieving photographs of the interior of enemy planes, the secret of ascertaining the direction of enemy planes approach, the secret of making persons in enemy planes lose consciousness, and the secret of destroying enemy planes. Isn't that all just, uh, like, tech? Yeah, it sounds pretty basic. Like weapons, radar, uh, microphone. The important thing I noted here is after he describes what they can do, because do remember, he's like the head of advanced technology at Stavati. He's the one trying to develop his company, the hover car. He says they're able to attain all this shit by using liquid mercury. Oh, no. He's doing what I talked myself. Well, I guess you and Doc Fox talked me out of it. I did want to experiment with mercury, but apparently well, it'll kill you. It's very dangerous for, yeah. for a lot of reasons, but it... In the sort of alchemical space, it's seen as like a, it's got like healing properties and shit. Well, it's very cool. But yes, they used to have like Chinese emperors in particular, ironically, would drink mercury to live forever and it would immediately kill them. Bottom line is, I think David is very likely to have worked. He's inhaling mercury. With liquid mercury for either Stavati or uh, his own ex- just, yes. His own experimentation. David's just got a vat of it in his garage. Some of the symptoms of mercury poisoning include things like tremors, psychosis, rapid <laughs> mood swings, excitability, personality changes. I kinda, mean, look, there's a reason it is very heavily regulated. Kind of sounds like what old Davy Boy's been going through. And if you chart him starting at Stavati against where his life has gone. He started in 2020. Look at where his life... Yeah. In the last two years, his wife has left him. He's... I, I mean, let's go through the symptoms. Psychosis, 
fucking check. He thinks well, the devil was kidnapping He's also him. already prone to every single one of these. Rapid mood swings. We've seen him break down crying and then laughing yeah. in a weird affect, like affectless <laughs> voice. That's, that's a check. Excitability check and personality changes. He's, he's ticking off just about every single box. Yeah. Of course, I can't. And he was already doing a lot of that. I can't prove that he's, you know, fucked with mercury, but but what I can do is I went to a famous case of mercury poisoning, and why don't I throw this up on the screen? Let's watch this and see if maybe what this guy went through Me. sounds huh. <laughs> sounds. It would have been. It would have been. I was going to try and create a zero point energy device. That's something that mercury would probably help you with because you'd be so insane you'd think you were doing it. Well, all the all the the literature I read said you had to use liquid mercury in a rotating loop to create your magnetic field. Well, that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of text from the David corner yeah. of the world about using mercury yeah. for fucking anti-gravity yeah. shit. And it sounds like a cool thing to do until you're like, I don't know how to do that. So, of course, I don't know that he has mercury poisoning, but I am saying... We're it's, trying to give you an out, David. Just take it. It's very convenient that the man starts working on hovercraft that he's probably trying to use mercury for and his whole life fucking falls apart. Yeah. Now, it could be both that and a psychotic break. Uh, well, let's he was, listen. We all knew he was going off the deep end. This would just explain what accelerated it so fast. Let's listen to how this guy responded. Boston His faggot. have theorized that Boston Corbett, Boston uh, Corbett, who dispatched President Abraham Lincoln's assassin, may have sustained mental health impairment caused by his mercury exposure. He Corbett was, gay. was a professional milliner from a young age. Following the tragic loss of his wife and child in childbirth, Again, he converted to Christianity. All right, so, so there's step one. Right, he converts God. to Christianity. David is, I mean, he's Check. talking to the archangel. And became a religious fanatic. Check. Check. However, his faith was characterized by erratic behavior. Show which researchers is. attribute to a background of probable mercury poisoning. Check. Sick. Sick, <laughs> a dude. religious uh, conversion, erratic behavior. Corbett's religious zeal caused him to proselytize amongst his fellow workers, grow his hair long like Jesus, and take up street preaching. It is kind of funny Check. to imagine dude <laughs> huffing Mercury being like, Come ye, find the Lord, for love is within him, and his kingdom will say... Like, that's a weird thing to be, like, very righteous. Like, now, eventually you're going to be like, The Andes and I and the Jews are sinners. His eccentric behavior became dangerous when in Love one another, brother, as I love Mercury. His eccentric behavior became dangerous when in 1858 he performed self-castration with a pair of scissors right, as a means a of intense. suppressing his libido. That's in 1861, he enlisted in the Union Army to serve in the American I Civil think War. This, Again, his this might be a, a map for where David's going to go. No, General, I have no balls, but I can fight so better than any man. His troops, even reprimanding the superiors for bad language. He landed in the lockup for insubordination and was even court-martialed and destined for execution until the sentence was reduced Been hit with and the was charge of being a cunt. Army. However, Corbett immediately re-enlisted and in 1865 found himself in the 16th New York Cavalry, which had been sent to track down President Lincoln's assassin. Hell yeah, dude. Part of this. I love that you can get kicked out for being a piece of shit. And then just be like, I'm going to go move to a new state and re-enlist. It was a different time. There, yeah. was, no, there was no internet. Yeah. ...ability for the downing of Booth. Again, 
was pardoned by Stanley Again. and called a patriot. Other witnesses contradicted his story, and the farmer and his son even swore that Corbett did not even reach for his This gun. part isn't so important, However, it's just a history lesson. he was generally lesson. acclaimed as a hero by the I public and press for his part in avenging the president's untimely demise and rewarded him with a princely financial sum. Three blacks. Despite then returning <laughs> to employment as a hatter, Corbett was regularly oh, fired he was a to mad stop hatter. work to pray for sacrilegious colleagues. Yeah. He yeah. still operated as a Roman preacher and even gave public lectures about the booth incident, complete with lantern slides. That's pretty Slideshows. Does that Hell sound yeah, like dude. someone else too? I wonder <laughs> if this is a symptom. That would be funny if we discovered the weirdest symptom of mercury poisoning and it's a love of slideshows. We don't have to watch the rest of that. The last thing he does is he does, uh, he, he does, he, he eventually he moves into the woods to live by himself. I mean, all crazy people kind of do at a certain point. I'm just saying that this guy who we know had mercury poisoning is super into to God, slideshows, and living alone. Yeah. And kind of... Well, I don't know if the living alone was necessarily a choice or something he accepted like David. David seems to have just accepted he's going to live alone. I think when you're that nuts, you have to get away from other people because yeah, but you've you got too many voices in your head. You don't need outside voices chiming in. Yeah, but you still would want pussy. Not David. Or this guy. This guy cut his fucking dick off. Because uh, he wanted pussy so much. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. That's what it was. That's what I'm saying. He had to take extreme measures. <laughs> he's like, fuck, I want to go live in the woods, but I'm trying to get laid, boy. <laughs> I need to bust a nut at least three times a week. So that's that's my grand theory, and I'm I'm full on mercury poisoning truther. For I David. mean, look, there's many many an artist who worked with oil paints before right. they realized cadmium was uh, poison poisonous, who died of either lead or cadmium poisoning. So let let this uh, you know I'll I'll let the people decide. This would be I'm sticking with my my mercury poison David theory. This would be a very prophet of doom call to have made. Now I don't know how that ever gets proven true outside of an autopsy. Or if David if David comes out and confesses to having worked with mercury, yeah, but that's that's I, enough for me. That's IP. <laughs> He's not going to confess up that's to that. That's trademark. Trademark. I can't tell you that. There we go. So David, in my I opinion, swirl the mercury in a circle and then float. <laughs> in my opinion, he has been poisoned by mercury. That would, I mean, honestly, that would be best for him. That it that it was something else. Because I thought that too. Kind of, now he could still blame it on that. The problem is with mercury poisoning at that level. There's like no coming back. You don't get to go sane again. Well, just, he never was. You're just kind of permanently that way. He was just a functioning human being. Now he's just. A human being. <laughs> that revelation aside, let's uh, let's forge ahead here. Maybe I'll go play with more mercury again. It did look like fun. You could write the follow-up to this Science book. Science looks like fun until you realize it's hard. David keeps using the term briefed to indicate he was informed of something. He's doing uh, that again? And he also codenames all the people in his life. Um, now, remember, this? when was these supposed to have actually taken? Like 97? 97, yes. Okay, yeah. Uh, I think he's doing that because I was briefed by Montauk Daniel. Sounds a lot better than my stoned roommate Bruce told me. I think that's the only, only reason he's doing this. Montauk Daniel is Bruce. I was going to so, say, I know Montauk Project. So I think 
it's kind of a thing Corey does. To, let's be honest. All the people in this space do it. They they play with the wording to make what they're sound uh, what they're doing sound a lot more impressive. Well, and few people do it like David. I mean, <clears throat> I wish I was amazed at what I do as David is as consistently. Himself. Well, David just always manages to amaze himself. He's the best. <clears throat> yeah, it's like <laughs> I can't believe how good a clerk. I was that I hotel. I was so fucking I good at menial so jobs. It was incredible how fucking good I was. So, uh, David's stoned roommate, Bruce, does explain the mechanism of the 20 does, and back. Does he describe him like that? No, I'm doing that. Oh, okay. That's, that's why I explained it. I was, like, I was like, it'd be pretty funny, though, if David was like, <laughs> yeah, my stone roommate, Bruce. Well, because he's Montauk Daniel was a fucking insider for a long time. And this is he finally came out and explained who he was. It's just a guy named Bruce who lived with him. I mean, that's yeah, we've deduced who the insiders are. His level of insider isn't very impressive. No, it never was. So it was a facade. His roommate, Bruce, explains the mechanism of the 20 and back, which unfortunately, if you recall our Corey Good coverage from a week or two ago, doesn't exist. Well, also, he's finding out, out about this in 97 and was shocked to hear it from Corey. Yeah, it's a bit of a, you know, a problem in his story as well. Also, poor timing to put that in your book. Very rough <laughs> to put that to put that in your book. I think this came out on like December fifteenth or some shit. To have what's in your book confirmed to be completely fabricated yeah. in a court of law, like a week before your book comes out. Yeah, it's a, it's a rough draw. Yeah, I'd be interested to have like a follow up with a lot of the other secret space program folks. See what they're doing now. See what they're well, just see what they've said. Like they're gonna have to address it. He blew the lid off everyone's fucking ruse. You would think so. This is, uh, this is what Bruce had to say about the 20 and back. Quote, the universe naturally advances your body to whatever age you are supposed to, uh, to be at. If you travel through time with UFO technology and no assistance, for example, if you travel back to when you were 20 and do not shift your ZTR, that's your zero time reference, your body will quickly age revert back to 20, apparently within about a day. That's pretty sick. Yeah, it'd be cool. If it was a thing, it'd be cool. David, in this book, views, I think I mentioned this in an earlier episode, India Daily is like the pinnacle of uh, disclosure journalism for he's, whatever reason. He's banking on the Indians? India Daily has... Welcome to India Daily <laughs> when we talk about the craziest shit in India. It's become... I think it's only his go-to because it's the only newspaper that will fucking print articles that vaguely agree with him. You see, we have a QAnon phenomenon in India. We call them the retard community. But they are all Sikhs. <laughs> India Daily did say we'd be able to shift the impacted parts of the physical universe into other parallel time dimensions. And First of all, what a sick beat to have. That'd be yeah. Can I apply? Can we apply for this? Honestly, working as like the crazy UFO guy for India Daily. We should start doing that. Like we should do freelance shit for just retarded stuff and UFO stuff for ridiculous topics and just reach out to like fringe websites and be like, Hey, we'll give you this for like a dollar an article. I do wonder if India daily is just like basically the inquirer for India. The finest news we can manage to <laughs> dig up. David. Uh, oh, we're back to abductions. Hell yeah, dude. Oh boy. Quote. There were many good things about my travels that made me into who I am today. I apparently got to tour the galaxy and meet many different E.T. humans. I don't know why he says apparently. I'd be so mad if I did all this wild, cool shit and barely remembered it. 
it, like, what the fuck, brain? It's odd for him to be so certain that he did, did this without really being able to recall it. Yeah, at all. it's also hilarious that for a dude who brags about the psychology class he took, mm. doesn't recognize the what clear signs doing. of psychology in himself. In these travels, David did things like help invent the Stargate system, and he worked as an engineer on recovered craft, as he describes it, scenes that would put Hollywood to shame. All right, you know what I think he's doing? Um, lay it on me. I think since him and Corey, the rift was too too big to fix. Uh-huh. The beef was too real. Right. Uh, I think David has decided to be like, I'm going to be my own super soldier. Fuck it. I'll do all the cool shit. Absolutely, and I because believe- he's never said he did any of this. Sh- I invented. He's been like, I've seen a Stargate, maybe, but they go, I invented a Stargate. I believe we talked about this when we covered Awakening in the Dream because he sort of started doing it there. Oh, yeah. no, but it was. It was when he came out as an alien, which yeah. he never addresses in this and then book. Also, as the Archangel Michael, in simul at the same time, so he exists in. Right. Three different times. And I think when we covered it then, we even mentioned, like, it's very convenient that now that he's lost his insider, he just becomes the alien. Yeah, just, oh, I actually built the Stargates. <laughs> While there were good times, there were also some not-so-good not times. Quote, Damn. the people running some of these programs were very dark, satanic child killers. Dark as in black. Let me get through this whole next quote. because for it. This is, I felt like he was writing this just... This is just for us. This is a shout out. Quote, dreams suggest I was trafficked and abused. This apparently included ceremonies where I was mutilated and actually killed in abuse (laughs) and was then restored. (laughs) This alone explains many dreams of absolute horror throughout my childhood that I never expected to confess (laughs) to anyone in my life. But here we are. This abuse was filmed and distributed. Oh, (laughs) fuck. It gets better. (laughs) I also have dreams of it happening on stage in my school cafeteria in front of an audience of about 100 people wearing satanic robes. Here it is. Quote, you go in saying, hell no, I'm not gay. Just one round of having each finger eaten off one at a time will quickly force you to accept the new mandates. Believe me. Hell no, I'm not gay. There it is. This is... This is what we've been waiting for. I, I, if that if that passage. Hell no, I'm not gay. <laughs> Two fingers later. All right, fine. Fuck my ass. Fuck my ass, man. If anything to make the pain stop. Erase erase the alien and the satanic portion oh. of this last passage. And what we have, he was trafficked and abused. He remembers it being videotaped, which why on yeah. earth would... What an incredibly specific thing to say. Why the fuck would aliens or the devil... Be videotaping you. Trof- I just heard random noises. That was Tro- trophies. You think that's when the aliens need video? Oh no, no. The vid- yeah, they're keeping trophies. Like, look, they can't be that different from us. They're coming all the way here to find prey and then rape them. I mean, I'm taking a home movie back. And I, I think, I mean, this hell no, I'm not gay part. That, that kind of confirms what we're like. David is. It's an honestly, it is a hilarious thing. To seriously put in writing. David seems to be... Hell no, I'm not. Well, also because he follows it up with, hell no, I'm not gay. Like, then they cut off three fingers. And, and then like, you do gay yeah, shit. Yeah, <laughs> I'll suck all your dicks. I don't care. Please stop cutting off my fingers. He seems to be struggling with the sexuality bit. I think... That would be the great... The gri- I might retire if he actually comes out as gay. 
I might just be like, you know what, Space Weirdo Friday's over. It'd be too much. We'd never, first of all, we would never surpass that level of achievement. No, it's no. Well, yeah, no, no, that would be it. it I, again, remove all the alien shit. Like it, it, it seems very, in this reporter's opinion, I think he got diddled as a kid, and we're seeing the fallout from that now. How funny to have this trauma. I mean, look, it is the perfect, like, scenario. He's in the middle of the woods in a cabin, isolated. His wife just left him. Yeah. He's not even doing videos anymore. He's writing this wild shit. He may or may not have mercury poisoning. Yeah, he may or may not be uh, huffing insanity. <laughs> so, like, it's not out of the realm of possibility to think, like, oh, maybe he unlocked a few things that his brain had locked on purpose. Yeah. And they came flooding back. And he's already prone to just believing anything that comes into his mind. Yes, it, it is really the perfect storm yeah, to have he's something a, like this happen. He's an insanely dangerous person to have these types of revelations. And uh, on top of that, uh, Michael has shown him that you need to relive and forgive these traumas. So He wants him to relive getting raped by demons? Yeah, that's what he has to experience. Damn, Michael is a hard motherfucker. What this means to me is one of two things are going on. One, what we just talked about is this really did happen in, in his youth, and now he's kind of recovering these repressed memories, but he's doing it under this weird costume of aliens and Satan. Right. Or he's gone so insane that he's fabricated all these abuses in his head, but now he, he's so fucking insane that he has to, he basically has to go to therapy for trauma he invented. You, you think he talked himself into believing it almost? It's possible. I could see that. I could see David being in the midst of writing this insane book where he's almost just stream of consciousness uh -huh. writing everything to him being like, yeah, of course I was raped just like everyone else. I mean, those And then eventually like wrote it out and it was like, you know, now that I think about it, I think, <laughs> I, think this, I, actually was. I think I actually was. Those are really our only two options here, though, right? He either, he, he yeah, either really yeah. had this happen in youth or... He's lying. And I don't think he's lying, at least in his mind, I mean. No, I, I don't... Think, I think he believes this. I don't think he's capable of lying at the moment. I don't think he has been for a minute. If he's lying, this is the most committed I've ever seen someone to a bit because he basically destroyed his whole life over this. Oh, and flawless, like never yeah. broke character for a second. And and went so crazy that no yeah. one could possibly, he deserves all the, the fucking Oscars yeah. Yeah. if this is an acting So guy. ask yourself that. Do you think David's that good an actor? There are, quote, there are two different horror pro, uh, poems I wrote in high school about being hunted down, captured, and eaten by this demonic creature. They're highly disturbing. So he does have fucking, apparently, written documents of this going back to when he was in high school. It's pretty wild that he still has his documents from high school. I still have, like, some of my shit on that on a random, like, external hard drive. Right. But they have kept physical papers. Written documents of yeah. your shitty high school poetry. Like your journals from high school, yeah, with your gay poetry in it. It's an insane thing to do. Yeah, it's wild. Now, you may hold on to it if you were documenting actual abuse and you saw fit to carry that that's, forward. That's true. Those poems are just rape poems. Those are the ones where he mentioned earlier, like, he won't include them in this book, but he's thinking of writing his book of horrors to release yeah. later. Roses are red, violets are blue. You're going to go and violate me, too. Uh, oh, uh, that's what I just talked about. Yes, he, if he ever decides to release these uh, 
we we apparently we don't get the the horror stories in this. This the, these are the tame stories. But if he ever does release them, it'll be the book of horrors. Hickory dickory dock. He made me suck his cock. <laughs> the devil fucked my ass. <laughs> Pete Peterson chimes in with a very Pete Hell Peterson yeah, Pete. claim. According to Peterson, 85 million of the best and brightest people were pulled out of society and into underground off-planet bases. 85 million is more than the entire population of Germany. I feel like it's, someone would have noticed. It's a lot. It's a lot. It wasn't enough, though, uh, the 85 million. Never the, enough. There wasn't enough for the, the aliens' purposes. So ETs like Michael allowed them to kidnap any person whose karma authorized it and 20 and back them as a slave. So we're doing slavery via the the angels are running slave ships now? Oh, yeah. This seems a little unethical. I mean, I guess what? And David was an alien Their slave. rationale is like, look, look, okay, look, it's slavery, but it's a 20 bag. They won't even remember <laughs> the slavery part. It's like nothing happened at all. Okay, who who's who's getting hurt, really? David has to have the worst fucking luck because he said in that other part that he lived 60 years in a 20 and back. In those 60 years, so 320 backs, one, he got fucked to death by the devil. That's yeah. a really rough draw thing. That's a brutal way to go. The other one, he was a slave. And then the other one, I believe he was just pulled into hell. Yeah, those are rough outcomes. Terrible, terrible reincarnation. I love so much that the angels are running the slave trade. with, <laughs> But not just because they're, like, bad, but with a technicality. So it's not really the bad. ET's okay. It's like, it's like, uh, like the non MGO version of the, the meats where yeah. it's like, this is grass fed beef. Like, no, these humans, it's whole food slavery. Yeah. These humans have been taken care of. They won't remember any of this. They'll be fine. Yeah. These are no cage humans. Yeah. I don't know if David's ever mentioned this, uh, but he actually learned the truth about UFOs when he was in college. Has he ever talked oh, about that? No, I've never Maybe heard that. twice already in this book. I've <laughs> never heard that refrain. It is funny. Sometimes he writes like a fucking, like they're like in the Odyssey, where in the original language it would be repeating uh, yeah. things, so you could remember it. He does that occasionally with a few topics and people, right? Where like the first paragraph about it is literally always the same. He writes all these books. Like at the end of each chapter, you get hit with the fucking Men in Black, like forget light, yeah, and then you have to go back to reading. Quote. Michael has asked me not to go into many specifics on my trafficking stories since there are, uh, there are unfortunately people who would enjoy them for the wrong reasons. David's worried you would beat off to his pain? Hell yeah, dude. I, David. Would, I would beat off to his pain. <laughs> David's worried about printing child porn. I'm just going to go in there and jerk at imagining David being, oh, oh, my ass, oh, my ass. As they be like, yes, I'm going to fuck your ass, David Wilcock. As I like to, to remind the audience frequently throughout this, this is supposed to be a book called The Michael Prophecies about what's going to happen in our future. And we spent almost yeah. this entire episode about David yeah. David getting molested by demons. Yeah, yeah. Hell, boy, bend over for Lucifer. Squeal like over a demon. For, you want this red dick all up in you, boy? Here's a, This is a nice Donald Marshall similarity. Quote, I have multiple dreams of having to perform a vaudeville-type act on stage as a child. If I didn't agree, it was time to get fed to the monster again. That's rough. It puts the lotion on its it skin. It puts the lotion on its skin and fucks me in the ass. I'm unclear why David felt the need to... Uh, Include any of that? ...share any of this with us. My only thought could be that he's trying to build a case for look how much trauma I've endured. 
because yeah. he's been so rightfully and mostly by us bullied. Correct. That he's very fragile, clearly. He's, Correct. His ego's hanging on by a thread. So I think he's trying to build the like, hey, be nice to me. I've been raped. When in reality, we're going to be like, ha ha, you got raped. So, yes, because we don't believe it. We don't believe. Uh, I don't care either way. I'd yeah. still laugh even if I believed it. Uh, fuck are we talking about? I'm not that good a person. I would make jokes too. It doesn't, it does. It also doesn't help that in the section right before the, the demon raping, I read about how you're probably playing with fucking liquid mercury, Yeah, which leads me to believe you've poisoned yourself and gone insane. And then to really only confirm my belief, you spend the next 50 pages talking about how the devil kidnapped yeah. you at night and raped you. Yeah, yeah, he he had the uh, the fucking Dante experience, yeah. but not the good kind. His oh. was not as fun. He got the Faust experience, except more ass rape on on the uh, on the insanometer. This whole this whole tome is uh, it's pretty high up there. Being molested by a demon is pretty high up my list. Yeah, not not by one demon or two, de- like yeah, a, multiple an audience of demons. He had a train ran on him. All of hell fucked him. Yeah. Which I think is one of the circles of hell in Dante's Inferno. He men- I don't think they describe it like that. He, he mentions it that the ran a train. <laughs> he mentions at a point that like this happened because he fucked up so badly in a previous life, but he doesn't address what he did in a previous life. Yeah, fuck, that'd be awesome. I want to know the prequel. Who were you and what'd you do? How bad do you have to fuck up for this to be your comeuppance, though? You, uh, this seems pretty... In terms of punishment, that's pretty severe. Let's see. Let's see. Maybe, like, the guy who said the Hindenburg would be fine? <laughs> the, the engineers of the Titanic? Yeah, like, no, I think you're good. Yeah, no, nah, no. Nah. Fire? No, that's, you should be fine. I wouldn't worry about it. We're on to Section 8, Law of One. Section one 80. Satan, demons, and hell. I wrote this about 30,000 feet in there. <laughs> yeah, this is about Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> also fucking him in the ass. It's just everyone fucks him in the ass now. Everyone fucks my ass by David Wilcock. In fourth density, our thoughts will directly create living beings. And that, 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 that really sounds, sounds terrible. It sounds super chaotic. I'm immediately creating all the Pokemon. And on top of you being able to create whatever I'd be able to do, and it just seems like it'd be very crowded. The pedophiles unruly. would just be creating children. Which Left may, and right. Maybe better than assaulting real children or just using th- David over Well, and over. aren't they real ones? They've come into existence? I think uh, I just had a, a slight revelation. David's, um, his, his profound understanding is his uh, eureka moment of realizing that he got raped uh, by everything and everyone does coincide with him falling down the Q rabbit hole. Yeah. We're seeing... David be he's unable to hop onto a topic without becoming the foremost expert on the topic. Like we we're just well, talking about how yeah. with Corey he's now claiming to be an alien yeah, and being his, in my lab. His narcissism won't allow it. Do you think because he was studying Q and all the child trafficking shit, he he got false memories of being raped as a child? It seems, I'm just saying, he has he I mean, has look, a fucking history no, of this. No, it, it makes sense. Right? It makes total sense. It makes more sense than him being actually raped by a demon. Yes, it certainly does. It, it's funny. I was uh, I was pitching my mercury poisoning theory to someone else. I ran it by like four people because I was you like... Had to, you had to workshop it? Well, I was like, am I like 
does this seem too insane? Like, am I am I making? Am I Wilcocking out? Right. Am I making a connection that's not there? And someone was just like, no, that unfortunately makes a lot of sense for David. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna write a weight loss book called a slight a slight revelation. <laughs> that's a good title for one. Yeah, a slight yeah. a slight profound. The book. revelation is to stop fucking eating so much. Hell is real. We're here. Quote, these entities actually live beneath the crust of our planet, at least in part, and materialize in what we see as terrifying physical forms. According to the briefings, remember, that's just his stoned roommate Bruce telling him, I have now received demonics are an accepted fact in classified programs. They typically have blended human and animal features. And to top that off, the gargoyles we see, like the the stone gargoyles up on buildings, yeah. that was, uh, you know, past civilization trying to capture the form of demon. Oh, Batman, so, Batman is fond of them. Gargoyles are real demons. That's pretty cool. I yeah. mean, they do look the part. In the Chupacabra discussion, Michael <laughs> indicated <laughs> that the victims of the Chupacabra were being eaten alive, and that passage isn't important. I just I wanted to say idea, Chupacabra discussion. The idea that you have access directly to the Archangel, Michael, yeah. and you're like, Hey, what's up with these chupacabras, man? Like, you, you fill me in on what's going on there? And he's oh, just like, shit. you could ask me anything of the Lord, and you ask yeah. me of chupacabras, <laughs> chupacabra, David. Chupacabra discussion. You must humble yourself, you fucking retard. That's another recurring thing we see with a lot of these space weirdo people is they claim to have infinite access, basically. They, they yeah. could know anything on Earth. At any time. And they really use it to advance their own very small agenda. Yeah. That's, that's sort of all they're, they're thinking about, it seems. Yeah, they, they ain't really about that life. No. David summarizes uh, yeah. this hell briefing as follows. Quote, an entity can materialize into a room with a group full of people, making a truly horrific and bloody spectacle, feed on its victim, and disappear with the body. They're just body snatching motherfuckers? Yep. Uh, David's Movie Corner. We get a, a little Hell yeah. We get a little review of Hellraiser 2. Honestly, I swear to God, I'm getting very close to pitching this to him. David's because, Movie Corner? Because it would be fucking funny. It would be great. If if we can reach out to him and maybe just ask him to be like David's IMDb, rotten rotten Mercury. Oh, just David's movie corner. It would be fantastic. Here's what he had to say about Hellraiser. Quote, I would not at all recommend watching the movie Hellraiser 2, as it has <laughs> extended gore scenes of bodies with no skin on them. I fast-forwarded through those, admittedly. Fucking pussy. Yeah. It was too scary for me. I think that's it. Oh, no. Uh, please understand that you have nothing to fear from demons unless you yourself are acting like one in how you treat people. What? Which I suppose, you know, that's that's probably for people like us who are treating people not that's so just, great. It's not exactly how I understand Dean. Well, then why did he get fucked in the ass? I mean, he did some bad shit? Yes. David was dragged to hell because oh. in a previous lifetime, he was in a position of authority and greatly misused his power. This, as yeah. I mentioned before, is not elaborated on at all. He was the police chief in the Emmett Till case. <laughs> Quote... <laughs> You know, it's funny. It's funny. It's funny you bring up Emma Till for whatever reason. This morning, I, I was laughing my ass off because I remembered the media article they wrote about yeah. you on the Emma Till. That was so fucking funny. That was a good ass Emma Till joke. Yeah. The, the, I didn't realize there was a loophole that you could just lynch people and get away with murder. Let me find the article so I can. I can uh, oh, shit. I actually still. It, you oh. want to talk about synchronicity? Yeah, it's dude. still up on my Synced phone. Synced up. My shining moment. There was. Uh, where where the fuck? 
so you 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 were talking about Emmett Till, and then you were talking about was it like the lynching? It was an anti-lynching bill that they were pushing through. My favorite part was media uh, printing this quote as if it were like fully serious. <laughs> quote: "And only seventy years after Emmett Till died, if only he'd stuck around to see it." Fucking <laughs> 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 media, media! I printed that like you weren't obviously fucking around. Well, what is funny though is if you go into the comments, it's pretty much. 50-50, like, this fucking racist piece of shit. And then the other 50 are like, are you guys retarded? That was a joke. That was actually funny. That's very weird. I don't want, I don't know what made me think of that this morning either, but it's, it's fucking. Uh, it cracks me. Honestly, after reading it, I was like, I think they just liked the joke because they didn't criticize me. They just literally transcribed no, it. No, it's a very short article. They just, yeah, they pretty much just said what you said and then kind of were like, and he's a piece of shit. Now, I haven't gone back and looked, but I'm pretty sure I said if only he'd hung around. That would be funny, too. A little yeah. wordplay. I mean, stuck around is still good, but I'm pretty sure I said hung around. Look, David, this is a synchronicity. We, yeah. it, by Based on David's standards, we could assign any sort of meaning to this. We're communicating telepathically. Oh, I'm connected uh, to Alien Ant Farm. Right. right. You you are the Alien Ant Farm I start leader. listening to Alien Ant Farm, and then all of a sudden he gets hit with a sexual assault charge. You're the Queen Ant. Uh, where was I? Quote... Karma, oh yes, Jack to hell. hell. Karma isn't worked off by constant disaster. That being said, some people do choose to spend some time in hell in order to pay off huge karmic debts, myself included. That's an in, it's interesting how he's hybridized heaven and hell with reincarnation. Yeah. Where he's like, yeah, I went and did a stay in hell to work <laughs> yeah. off some debt. Yeah, like it's prison. Yeah, and then I just reincarnated, came back to came back to life again. It, it really is prison because uh, I, I had a friend who was, uh, he was locked up for, uh, I believe it was a cocaine trafficking charge. Sick. And he was able to get out earlier because he did uh, like prison boot camp. Awesome, and dude. This was uh, this was back in the day before common sense entered the prison system. They brought a bunch of uh, Navy SEALs to <laughs> the prison and like had them do all this training. And at one point, they taught the prisoners how to uh, knife fight, which seems like a terrible. Yeah, how to escape from jail? I think they've since stopped teaching the prisoners how to yeah. knife fight like a Navy SEAL. But well, the course about how to get out get out of handcuffs. Yes, and climb a razor wire fence. Yeah. David's understanding of a fundamental reality is just so flawed, and he well, always talks about it like it's real. I don't think he understand. He's not in fundamental reality. That's the thing. He's, however he got there, he's in a different world. He's in Alice in Wonderland. It's funny you say different world, because this is how, this is David explaining how parallel realities exist. A whole new world. Atoms are doing this flipping in and out movement constantly, upholding a parallel reality in the process. And we sit comfortably and never have to worry about it. So when he's talking about flipping in and out, I think what he's trying to explain is uh, the idea of electron spin. So like an electron like it disappears and shit. Kind of. It's basically, I think he's trying to describe an electron probability map along with the, the poly exclusion principle, which has to do with like electron spin on different orbitals. Right. Because the electrons do kind of like. They, they bounce around. To seemingly. Our, from our point of view. Right. But there is like a probability map where we yeah. can accurately sort of predict where they're going to go. Somehow David has uh, used that in and out state to justify parallel reality existing because if they exist 
in the in-state here, by his math, the the whole universe has to exist in the out-state somewhere else. Yeah, he seems to have overcomplicated the parallel. It's called the multiverse, David. You made yeah. it too complicated. Yeah, you don't have to. Don't don't try and be unique in everything, David. Yeah, you don't you, have to. You're too stupid to work in your own theory. You're not in a good enough place mentally to be coming up with technical things. Not even remotely close to being yeah, good enough mentally. No, no. The hierarchy of evil begins with AI. All of his insiders, Hell yeah, dude. stoned roommates. You can re- really replace anyone who's informing him with shit with the phrase stoned roommate. Stoned roommate or doesn't exist. Right. It makes All this makes a lot more sense if you're just like the voice in my head or the stoned roommate. Now, even, even I would have gotten high most of the time and been like, David, this sounds pretty fucking <laughs> dumb, dude. We should, we should try and track like his craziest claim in each of his books to see where the tipping point was. I guess, well, what am I talking about? Beth leaving him was the tipping point. Are are we counting his lectures? Cause, oh yeah, the lectures was really... Because that's the, 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 the bacteria screaming in pain from peeing on a urinal. <laughs> that's untoppable to me, to be honest. Like there's literally, that's the craziest sentence I've ever heard a person say. I think getting raped as a banana sandwich is up there. That's good too, but, but... But the urinal cake screaming in pain because he was peeing on it is just, <laughs> it's just like it's baffling. Oh, shit. Look, mercury poisoning, David. I'm throwing you a fucking yeah. life raft. We really are I'm giving, throwing you a buoy. This is like the only medical diagnosis that you could like claim and be like, no, I can come back from For this. For the love of God, go on Twitter and just claim you were drinking vials of mercury every day. We yeah. can get you out of this. Look, David's movie corner. While we get you off Mercury. Yes. <laughs> you know, it'd be great. We'll send you to Mercury Detox. Yeah. This, I mentioned Beth, uh, which this doesn't really tie in, but someone did send me Beth's, uh, her her ad for Sliding her. Sliding those DMs, girl. Essential Priestess 12-hour of training course. Hey, I can lie too, baby girl. You want fuck? Yeah, I think I probably uh, told you this, but at one point, Beth was trying to book someone we know's uh, property for her priestess course and the person who owns the property may have brought up they were uh, friends with me and Beth quickly decided to uh, not book the property. Damn it. She should have booked it and been like, but you gotta let these dudes do a feature and excuse me, baby doll. uh, I could never do you. You're too old. I already have a new queen. (laughs) The essential priestess training course she's selling. She took a page out of David's book. Can men take that? I don't think so. I think I can't be a priestess. Might as well read what's in this. Six essential training sessions, 12 hours of powerful transmissions, private Facebook group of global cis stars. I don't know if that's a misspelling or if she means like instead of no, sisters, no, it's cis stars. They're cis and they're stars. That's they're probably c- cisgendered stars. Gratitude journal and workbook, clarity on your purpose and immediate access to exciting bonuses. Normally, this course would go for $1,499. Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, no, it's on a great discount, though. Now, it's only $333. All right, that is that is a huge savings, don't <laughs> get me wrong. Huge, I, was, I was trying to think of earlier, like, what the fuck is that $1,500 number? Like, where'd she come up... You can put that. I'm, I don't know. She wanted to say it's a 300% savings. It's a very good bit to just put an insanely yeah. high number and then cross it out and write look, 333. Look, our Patreon this month is actually $12,000, <laughs> but 
With this sweet discount, you could pay three thirty-three. dollars $3.33, not yeah. so 333 Yeah, yeah, woo. Patreon.com slash hidden plain sight pod. Damn, we got to come up with courses. I wish there was, can we teach people how to, I mean, I guess we already teach people how to be retarded, but like, I got to figure out how to teach people shit because. Useless shit. Shit you can never run out of teaching well, either. Shit you can just make up because they're making bank off of this. Tons of money. Tons yeah. of money. Can we call Gaia and be like, hey, is there any bullshit y'all need people to make up? Because we got, we got a feed. And she's basically selling YouTube videos in a fucking journal. Yeah, for that much money, I better get to sleep with you. Where was I on this? I got a chakra I need milking. <laughs> all of the red chakra. Uh, all of his insiders say that the biggest problem in the universe will begin with a rogue planet-killing AI. Designed by blacks. Instead of using the term AI, the law of one refers to Satan as a, quote, fifth-density negative companion, which wait, is a cool phrase. Wait, is is Satan the AI? I think so. <clears throat> I what, think what, he, he doesn't necessarily mean AI in the way we use the it's term It's not a computer. AI. I don't... It's a being. It's kind of like... You know uh, how viruses aren't alive, but they can, like, cause uh, illness? Like, uh -huh. viruses aren't alive unless they infect oh, the so host. Oh, so the AI infects the Antichrist? I think that's what he's getting at. That's not his metaphor. If, that's mine. If if Satan fought Michael, wouldn't Michael also be that? They're both fifth-density beings, so I don't quite know. I don't know if they're both not necessarily... I don't know what David... I think... David thought of AI as a cool buzzword, and now he's just using it. Because all the kids it's like, are, yeah, it's what the cool kids, are, what talking the kids are talking about. Because uh, saying that Satan is the AI is is pretty Alex Jonesy. Satan tried to kill Carla, who's the Law of One chick who did the channeling, the one they like laid down and had speak. Well, thank God she beat him to it. Yes, uh, they, Satan tried to kill her by making her lose her balance in a crosswalk and almost get hit by a car. Only David sees that and is like, damn, Satan is trying to kill you. Not like, hey, you slipped. It's all that. It's amazing. Why would Satan, he just, he's, he spent 50 to 100 pages describing how Satan can break into your house, drag you into the depths of hell, and sexually abuse you. Satan can't push you hard enough to fall into traffic. He doesn't yeah. have that ability. Or he's wasting his time doing that. Like, right. yeah, it's remarkable. This also happened to David, who said his girlfriend was hit by a tour bus for rock stars going 35 miles an hour. Wait, the Jap? I don't, yeah, I think so. Or maybe it was the one after. I don't know why he felt the need to clarify the tour bus was for rock stars, as if who was in the bus matters to the person David, getting hit by da the bus. David's people would never get hit by no ordinary ass bus. Right. It's this not, is David. It's going to be a luxury bus. It's a famous bus. Look, it it was the nicest bus anybody's ever seen. Okay, it was a luxury bus. They said they said Alien Ant Farm travels in this bus all the time, all the time. They have great orgies. Oh, uh, she had multiple bones break and lost a golf ball sized chunk of her brain, which probably explains why she stayed with David for so long. Uh, I was about to say, so I dumped her. Here, It'd be funny if David was like, "I'm not dealing with this." Oh, here we go. When David says AI, he doesn't really mean. AI, Computers. like we were just talking about. He, what he means is an entity that moves around without a soul. So, isn't the whole point of AI to create a robot with a soul? Or I guess it's, that's just sentient. Also, not necessarily a soul. Unless it's changed, AI just stands for artificial Artific intelligence. But yeah. this intelligence would not be artificial. It actually 
be the basis of most human intelligence. But like, what if we right? made what if we made a biological AI? Like, what if we sh- injected it into our brain? Maybe he means it that way. Is the the intelligence is not necessarily human intelligence? It's uh, extra human. It's coming from the other realms. Yeah, it's coming from that alternate of the in and out realm. Interesting. Uh oh, Carrie and David's obsession with technology fucking up kind of got explained. Hell yeah! In the Law of One session. Did he know Carrie in '97? Uh, this maybe maybe briefly. This would have been close, I think. Okay. In the Law of One session, Satan would continuously fuck with the, the tape recorder, which required them to use three tape recorders just to make sure that even if they experienced malfunctions, they still had a recording. Well, you always want to have a backup. Right. And I think, so the, the fact that Satan was interfering with Law of One probably translates pretty nicely to David thinking every time his shit fucks up, it's Satan and not just him. Thank God I know I'm stupid. David says that, quote, interference with electronics and computers is nearly a day-by-day problem, which means he's battling the devil pretty much every fucking day. It's funny that he thinks technology's the devil, or, like, the devil moves through it, uh-huh. but 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 he also can't use technology <laughs> at all. I think the devil being the one to... But he's also, like, trying to create advanced technology... It's a catch-22. It's a difficult position to be in. Well, David, I think, in his mind, is just unable to contradict himself at this point. So he has to keep writing in new plot holes to allow? No, I mean, I think he could think all those things simultaneously (laughs) and simply be incapable of recognizing that they contradict each other. If we follow the line of thought of the parallel realities, he can believe all those things to be true because they're just true in a different reality. So he's able to hold all those thoughts simultaneously— because while they may not be true where he is now, they're true where he is somewhere else. Or I think he's just like, what are you talking about contradictory? <laughs> they make perfect sense to me. It It's kind of the point of this whole fucking book with the yeah. time loop thing, where all these theories were wrong in the year 2000 and then wrong in the year 2012. So he ran it back. But they weren't actually wrong because we're living through the 90s yeah. again. It's totally radical. Third time's the charm. <laughs> we, we can just... uh. Oh, right. The devil can just drag us into hell while we're still alive, apparently. That sounds terrible. I mean, I guess that's vaguely, uh, not Egyptian, Roman and Greek. You know, you could be dragged to the underworld and manage to come back. David said in his My Lab, he's gone on rescue missions to hell to save people, which is very grandiose. My Lab sounds like a kit you get for, like, a kid's first, like, science experiment. It sounds like the easy bake oven of of chemistry. Welcome to to My Lab by fucking the toy company. Hasbro. Demons hatch from ectoplasm. The same sort of stuff we see in the first Ghostbusters movie with Slimer. I was gonna say... That first Ghostbusters movie is Disclosure. I don't... I think you said that before, but is (laughs) ectoplasm... Ectoplasm is not a thing. I don't in the real world. I don't know if it's like it might be. I have no idea. That's true. It could be one of those things where it's like for for one one trillionth of a second. Yeah. We made ectoplasm by smashing two diamonds together. It's cosmic goo. Yeah. Hitler hung out with uh, demons. There are a few Sick. stories relayed about how Hitler. Yeah, they were called the Jews. <laughs> the, he relays these stories about Hitler waking up in the middle of the night, sweating and screaming about shit that's not there. I 
I would presume that had a lot more to do with Hitler being on a fuckload of meth well, than also Hitler the, meeting demons. The PTSD from fighting in World War One. Yeah, on top of the Rain amount of, of drug abuse. Yeah, on top of the methamphetamines and the horrific war crimes he was sanctioning. Like, yeah, I might have a little trouble sleeping too. Nope. David solved that mystery, and it's because demons were there. I do have a great addition to my ongoing Pokemon movie, but I think I'll save it for Saturday. Okay. The Great Pyramid is a demon factory. It wasn't meant to be. What? But it the is. Egyptians turned on us? Here's how it works. Angelic ETs built both the Egyptian and Mesoamerican pyramids, but due to the multidimensional portals contained within, uh, they were accidentally infiltrated by demons. The pyramids were supposed to be used for healing, but once the people in South America fucked up and started sacrificing humans, the pyramids uh-huh. became like a, a homing beacon for demons. Oh, so they got like too much negative karma? Yeah. It's like nuclear radiation, like they ruined the site. It's like Chernobyl. <laughs> it is. Like no person, no, we, we murdered too many uh, virgins here. You throw too many virgins yeah. in the fucking volcano, and now yeah. you got a demon homing, homing beacon in your, uh, your city. Yeah, your whole civilization gets wiped out by AIDS. David said he had to explain parallel lifetimes, my lab, missing time, reptilians and demons to set up the next Michael reading because, quote, all of this material was necessary to set up in advance in order that you can understand where this is about to go next. Oh, sorry, let me reread this. All this material was necessary to set up in advance in order that you can understand where this is about to go next and not think I'm completely insane. It is a little late for that, David. Yeah, you're going to have to pull some real crazy shit to convince me otherwise of that. Quote, Michael saying I was in the extraterrestrial space program and that I had been abused in it. Uh, Oh, Michael said that. In these sessions, Michael came through along with the female aspect of my higher self who apparently lived on Earth as St. Lucia. Other personal readings told me I have DNA from both Michael and Lucia within me as well as that of my birth parents. Loyalty got royalty inside my DNA. You see where we're inching here, though, right? We started this book by David saying he's just the vessel and he's just channeling Michael and Lucia. No, now he is. To, uh, the end of Section 8, and we're looking at David's got some of the, the Michael and Lucia he's two, genes. He's two angels. This next part, and we'll end here for the day, this, this part was a little concerning to me. Um, David... So is his parents are Michael and St. Lucia. They're not of this uh-huh. realm. David indicated he was going to, quote, meet his parents in person sometime soon, which maybe this is me reading too far into things, but that sounds awful suicide to me. Meet his parents. I don't think his parents are, are both dead. No, he was meaning, I think, Michael and Lucia as his parents. But he is Michael and Lucia. Not in this word. <laughs> not, not in this sentence. This he, is where even like <laughs> even he's got to be confused every now and then. Because like he's definitely the Archangel Michael. We, he made that very clear. He, uh, he jumps around a lot. He, Unless he's implying he can literally give birth to himself through two other versions of himself. I mean... Which, again, that, that's totally possible. He said crazier shit. Look, he's... An insane person. He's, he's, he's unwell. He's like medically insane at this yeah. point. Yeah. So I think the fact that things don't track, but anytime someone says they're gonna go, you know, meet their meet their parents or their But I don't think David's too big a pussy to kill himself. 
He's too so he's too arrogant. There's another portion too where he does talk about the negative karma that comes from killing yourself. Yeah, you can't take the easy way out. So maybe he won't. Maybe he will. Though. No. He's already fucking. He did a bid in hell, dude. He's, What's another one? If if he's not alive, how's the world gonna survive? He is our savior. Yeah, <laughs> he is our savior. Now I like that he's like creating himself to be his own twist of Jesus. Yeah, like not quite. Je- like he's not the son of God and a whore, but he's the son of two archangels. That he's actually those archangels. So he fucked himself and created himself. How many people is he at this point? He's he's four, five. He's Edgar Casey. He's Archangel Michael. He's Saint Lucia. He's David. He's David. He's still, yeah, I think he's still David. I'm I, not sure if he's David. I, point. To be honest, he doesn't, he's probably not sure either. I feel like I we're think, missing one. No, I think those oh, are. Oh, he's an alien. That's five. Well, Unless he considers think, Michael to be the alien. Yeah, and now I guess you can. we can say he also believes he was in my labs and shit, which is a new development. Development. It's exhausting. It, yeah. He's an exhausting man. Well, he's I mean, very unwell. That's why the only person that will uh, stick with him is his terrorist dog. <laughs> Girly, Girly, yeah. uh, the jihadist. Yeah, no wonder Girly's got anger issues. She's stuck with David. In the next and final installment of this, you guys will Coming get on Friday. Coming up next on Dragon Ball Z. We get to May 1997, the skip sessions, where David is put into a hypnotic state. David gets put into a hypnotic state, but will Goku be able to fuck his ass? We should summarize today. What what did we learn today from this this? Oh, portion? that David's been raped for sure. Right, that Many is times. the that That's is the, the standout. big takeaway here. That's the standout of the day. You can only you can only hit me with so many uh, allegorical stories about you being sodomized. At some point, it ceases to be metaphor. We know too much about true crime, right? And how that works to be. Yeah. This shit happened. Yeah, it ain't just a coincidence when three books in, in a row you're like... Plus your lectures. Yeah, like, you know, I never brought this up, but uh, my ass got <laughs> fucked once. <laughs> what was all that? I gotta find that quote again. Where was And the... I did not connect... Hell no, I'm not gay. Is that what it was? I think so. Yeah. This fucking rules. I was laughing so hard when Such I read this a f- part. The funniest part about that for me, the hell no, I'm not gay is great, but the best part for me is the follow-up sentence, which is... Yeah. After two or three fingers, you're like, fuck it, I'll suck your dick. All right, here's here's the whole thing. You go in saying, hell no, I'm not gay. <laughs> Just one round of having each finger eaten off one at a time will quickly force you to accept the new <laughs> mandates. Believe me. <laughs> that means he did gay shit. <laughs> yeah. The believe me is the giveaway. He did gay shit with demons. He fucked it. He let a demon fuck his ass after they ate his fingers off. Now, if he wanted to play this better, he should have come out and said he was like, he should have been truthful about who actually molested him to garner sympathy. Well, at some point, I assume when he's been medicated by the state, yeah, he'll 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 understand. You know, he's got a court-ordered psychiatrist that he talks to. <laughs> I think they'll figure out who it was, and David will write a very you know dark yeah. and revealing book, the Book of Horrors, that might actually be incredible. I think it would be great to figure out what that what the actual fuck has gone on with this man in from birth until like the next five years when 
he deteriorates further is going to be a fascinating story. Him being restored to sanity from this state yeah. would be like a legitimate miracle. Well, as I said, court order. Yeah. He's been arrested is what I'm implying there. Or he's been sent to, like, Arkham Asylum. All right, someone needs to, to get David whatever the cure that I don't think exists for mercury poisoning is. And we're this is, this is a rescue operation. We're going to save David. Look, more importantly, someone... Someone pitch him David's movie movie uh, <laughs> fucking yes. movie review corner. We're gonna get him. I literally I've never been more sure that something would be both funny and watched more than that. David's movie corner would be phenomenal. I can produce it remotely. I will fly him in for special events. <laughs> you know we'll 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 smoke a little ganja there, Dave. Yeah, and we'll watch some wild ass movies. And you can tell me how everything's real. All the banana sandwiches you can eat. Oh, it'd be we fantastic. Uh, Patreon.com slash pod. Yeah, go give us fucking money. Yeah, $3.33 Look, gets you access to... I feel like all the people who, a lot. who said anything to us about Corey or David... They owe us $3. They owe $3.33 us. is yeah. a very small price to pay. But if you want to pay the full year up front, I give you 10% off. You do get a discount. Yeah. And we got, uh, as of this week, it'll be, what, fucking 90 Patreon episodes up there? Oh, there's tons of stuff. There's, there's hundreds of plus hours. movie watch. Yeah, there's all kinds of shit. There's hundreds of hours. Uh, we are at Hidden Plains High Radio on Instagram. You're at Brandon Steele Hidden on Instagram. We are at The Hidden Pod on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And we will return on Friday with the well, final actually, section. We'll be, oh, yeah, right. This is Monday. Yeah. I was going to say, we'll also be on Saturday. We will. For those of you who don't know, we, we do a fixed, live stream. We fixed the live stream. I figured it out. Yep. New, new laptop, yeah. which means it 100% won't work this week. We that, jinxed it. Yeah, we jinxed it. But yes, every every Saturday, 6 p.m. Central Time on uh, YouTube, we are yeah. doing a little live stream. So swing on by. All oh, right. Yeah. Hootie hoop. Mamba out.